Welcome to the HR Empowerment Podcast, where we will uncover strategies and new insights from HR professionals who discuss up-to-date regulations, best practices, and the most pressing topics like diversity and equity, leadership, dealing with difficult situations, and much more that affect your bottom line and business. Thanks for joining us. Hey, everybody. Wendy Sellers here with JC. Hey. Dude, you got any AI tips for me? <laughs> I, I do, actually. I, I think one of the best things out there that you could do is start using it. You know, start using it and and get familiar with it a little bit. You know, the New York Times put together a uh, fantastic article, a beautiful piece. I highly recommend ch- checking this out. Anyone listening along, feel free to Google or ask, ask your uh, relevant AI, rather. How to use ChatGPT and still be a good person, okay? They've got some beautiful tips in this article. It was written by, who's the guy? Brian Chen. He's a fantastic writer. This was published back in December, and a lot of it still holds true till today. You really need to understand the limits. It's important to understand how this technology works and what you're doing with it. You could, you could know how to drive a car. But unless you know where you're driving that car, you know, you might not want to get behind the wheel. I mean, that's one of the first ones he's got in there. Know what you're giving up is another one, though, too. Quote, when asked whether it was safe to share sensitive text with ChatGPT, the chatbot responded that it did not store your information, but that it would probably be wise to exercise caution. End quote. (laughs) Really, at the end of the day, you're helping the robots, giving them all your information. So it's, it's just something to understand and know what you're giving up in the process and use them to improve. You don't want them to do all your work for you at the end of the day. It's something to enhance the work that you're currently doing. If, if you have ever made a cake, you know, like I do, how hard it is sometimes to, to get in there and, and mix it by hand. But if you've got one of those beautiful machines that costs like $300, What are those called? The big mixing bowl ones, right? It goes so much faster. It's a very beautiful thing. This is no different. It's not going to put the cake in the oven for you. I guess this could put the cake in the oven for you, metaphorically speaking. But would it be the same if it doesn't have your human touch and love? Think about that. (laughs) I'd still eat it, probably. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure we're we're, uh, eating a lot of baked goods and everything, you know, from stores and everything that, yeah, there was a human involved, but in the end, it was mass production. (laughs) which I'm sure was some kind of machine that was helping it. But, you know, talking, going back and talking about, uh, you know, how to still be a good company if you're going to be using AI um, and continuing, you know, on different versions of AI is is manager training, you know, leadership training, manager training, even employee training, you know, but manager training is so, so important. If they're relying on, you know, a, um, a fancy HR system that does like predictive text to communicate with their employees. That's cool. It's a tool. It's a resource. They still need to know, hey, you cannot say this. You cannot do this. You cannot make this decision for hiring or promotion or termination because of X, you know, because of all the characteristics protected by the EEOC, for example. But Sometimes when you put all this knowledge, skills, and abilities and ideal GPA, ideal degree, ideal experience, and you put it into the, you know, the AI machine, the AI pot, it may kick back that says, yes, your ideal worker is this person. And guess who it's going to be? going to be like a 30-year-old white, able-bodied male, right? You know, and so you want to make sure, no offense um, to anybody, but we want to make sure that we are 
looking out for everybody. And going back to what you were saying about like the resumes, um, if you are using any kind of AI to help you uh, source or decline applicants or resumes, you need to make sure you're using terminology that is in your job descriptions that all races, all genders, all walks of life use if those types of people can do that job. So if somebody has a master's degree, they might say, you know, use some kind of terminology, but somebody else is uses a different terminology on your resume and the AI may kick it out. And so you're unintentionally, you know, projecting bias, which unintentional or not is bias and it's probably discrimination as well. You're in HR. You're listening to this podcast and you know, just like anyone else, you probably spent a lot of time on your policy manual. You probably spent a lot of time putting things together to make sure that your legal bases are covered. And maybe you're not so specific, but uh, you do have a decent amount of gray areas someplace. There's one place there and talking about that managerial training, talking about the framework for the future that you could really hone in on. And that's governance. Some companies data or model governance structures include AI application governance. And in these cases, AI governance is built into the structure of the company. But sometimes the structure of the governance is more complicated, right? And these structures are usually made to manage a company's portfolio. That portfolio of AI applications or implementations across the board. They're especially popular with companies that have a clear plan for how AI and other advanced technologies will be used in the business. So going back to what Wendy was saying, the leadership training, the managerial training, looking forward to the future, take the time to focus on your governance. Take the time to focus on AI governance. Set the path for the future so that you know exactly where you're at and how you want it to be used within your organization. You don't set those bandwidth limits. It's got the propensity to run free. And how are you going to know? Yeah. So like an example also might be, let's just say you're using AI to track PTO, right? PTO and, and, and also connected to productivity, assuming you're tracking productivity and putting it into some kind of system. But you're saying, oh, you know, in our experience, when, when people who have not used PTO or sick time before start, start certainly using uh, sick time, burning sick time, it's because they're about to quit. Uh, many states... Uh, FYI for not every, for everybody that doesn't know many states, um, sick time, you know, um, it's use it or lose it. And, but the other states have sick time that if you don't use it, the employer has to pay it out. So let's just assume you're here in Florida where I am, where there's basically no laws. <laughs> there's, there's laws, but it's, we mostly follow the federal laws. So, um, you know, it's up to the employer to say, yeah, you could take your PTO with you if you leave and we'll cash you out or sick time. So I know many p- people here that if they're leaving a job, they start using their time off that they haven't been able to use. Well, AI may say, oh, this person is, uh, they're looking to quit. So let's fire them before they quit. Oh, and no. it turns out they actually have a medical condition or they're a single parent and the daycares are closed because of COVID or their kid has COVID or RSV or whatever the heck's out right now. And so you have to, again, put that human aspect in there so that you're not intentionally or unintentionally projecting bias, making decisions that you're going to wish down the road you can take back. Oh, big time. Audited for bias is such a big topic. I've got some great statistics on it. Do you want to do that now or do you want to do it coming up? 
Yeah, let's do that in a moment when we're going to be talking about an episode five, you know, what's at stake for workers as well as companies when using AI and HR and, and it's good stuff. But again, there are also risks. We'll be right back. Thank you for joining the HR Empowerment Podcast brought to you by Aurora Training Advantage. We hope you've gained new insight and strategies to navigate the HR profession. We look forward to you joining us again on the HR Empowerment Podcast.